Hey, Carmel, what's your inner monologue telling you this week? It's wondering whether or not I need an ABN to be able to hire a full-time nanny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Inner Momologue. I'm Moretta Ryan. I'm Carmel Rubuston. And I'm Barbara Davidson. Uh, so this week on the pod, we're going to be talking about the age-old, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, an argument, a debate, no. uh, breastfeeding versus Headache. bottle feeding. Um, so we're going to get letters. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, ladies, how you doing? Yeah, really, really good. I I made sushi this week. Yeah. And I am so proud of myself. You made like from scratch. Like from scratch. Oh, wow. Aren't you domestic? Right. And then <laughs> one step further, packed some for the school lunch for the human. Seriously, mm-hmm. does he, does does your kid eat sushi? Oh, he likes sushi more than I like sushi. He loves sushi. Really? Oh, yeah. He's weird. He's a weird <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, we, we talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago about picky eaters let me tell you, he's picky, but what he does like, I remember once when uh, he was a lot younger, he must have been about four or five, and I said to him, what do you want for lunch, mate? And he goes, prawns. I said, oh. who do you think you oh. are? He goes, the prawn master. Oh, jeez. <laughs> get it. But, yeah, he's got really strange taste. So, yeah, he was wrapped with his lunch today. He's oh. come home with an empty lunchbox and soy sauce everywhere. Of course. Yay. Yeah, I, I did. I bought a kit. Did you know that you can buy sushi kits from the supermarket? Oh, actually, no, they, I didn't. Yeah, That's... They come with the mat. They come with the, the, the seaweedy bit. The seaweedy oh. bit, yeah. Do they come, okay, <laughs> most importantly, do they come with instructions? Yes. Hmm. Ooh, okay, Absolutely. all right. So instructions, they come with the rice. They come with some fancy seasoning thing to put over the rice to make it sushi rice because apparently rice isn't rice. Oh, um, and the, even how how much water, how long to cook it for, how to do it. Wow. How to roll the rolling mc, bambooy mat thing. <laughs> you are super technical. <laughs> you're like you're like a professional sushi yeah. maker now. <laughs> I made like four rolls of sushi and I am the queen. <laughs> are the, most importantly though, did they taste good? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So- I put in it what I well, what did you want in it? So I put surimi and cucumber in it. Okay. So like those, like a seafoody stick thing. A seafoody okay. stick. I don't eat sushi, so I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm just, mm. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm smiling, I'm nodding, I'm going, oh, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he enjoyed it. He ate it. I'm winning. No, oh, that's the most like, important thing. Right. Yeah. It's like a um, – how do I explain it? It's like a fake crab meat type get-up. Oh, okay. All right, And cool. it's good. Like you use it for to put in different things to fill out seafood dishes and whatnot. Oh, okay. But it's, okay. Like, a, it's like a long stick. So I put, I put that in with um, a couple of nice long pieces of cucumber and winning. Decent. Yeah. I like it. Yes. I, I love talking to you guys about, you know, the little bits and pieces that um, that you guys make for your kids because, Carmel, I actually took your advice uh, from our Picky Eaters episode. So you were saying that um, 
your kid will eat veggies when they are crumbed. Yes. How did you go? Um, so I, I fed both the preschooler and baby Jay uh, crumbed cauliflower. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so baby Jay just ate the crumbed bit and spit the cauliflower right back oh. out. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested at all. Uh, but Big T, the preschooler, finished him completely off his plate. Yes. Oh, yay. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, right? I was I was really, I was pumped because originally I thought, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> He's, I'm, I'm going to be found out. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it totally works. Just, you know, some yes. um, like panko crumb type thing. And yeah, yeah, awesome. So highly recommend. Thank you, Carmel. I got some veggies in my kid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we don't really need a, a, a break today. I think we uh, we can just launch headlong into the breastfeeding versus bottle feeding debate. What do you guys think? Sounds good. So yeah. let's let's. Um, call a spade a spade here. It's not much of a debate as far as we're concerned. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we All three of us are advocates for fed is best, but I think it's important to, you know, examine both sides of the debate just to try and understand where the, uh, the people who are, you know, in the staunch breastfeeding only camp come from. Um, because there, there are some, some truths when it comes to breastfeeding. So, like, for example, um, breast milk has optimal amounts of nutrients. Um, yeah. It's yeah. it's uh, it's easily digested and absorbed from from baby. Um, it um, it's readily available. You know, it's free. So mm -hmm. that's that's kind of nice. Um, yeah. It's it's got um, uh, immunity. Mm aspects to it yeah, yeah yeah so you know the idea is that um you know you we get a, our immunities yeah you you yeah. or a little bit of a boost you know i mean yeah. obviously it's yeah. not gonna like you know make baby immune to everything but um the idea is that they get an immune boost from it um but one of the one of the big things that that the the breastfeeding groups really like to talk about is the that when you hold baby skin to skin and do breastfeeding um it releases a a hormone in the mum called oxytocin and it helps that bonding process which is obviously really important when you you yeah. know when you when you've got sweet little bub and, and you want that but um you know there are obviously disadvantages to breastfeeding but before we go into that I, I just like to know what's your guys's experience like um you know if you're comfortable sharing what you did with your kids um and you know did you come across any um problems or issues with whatever you chose um Barbara what what did you decide yeah so I mean I always had the intention to breastfeed I think um I don't think anyone that doesn't breastfeed doesn't understand the the importance and the nutritional value and things like I, I definitely wanted to. Um, and I had a bit of a bad birthing story um, and I lost a lot of blood and I had to get a blood transfusion. So what that then meant was that I my milk didn't come in straight away um, and I I was unable to, to breastfeed, um, understandably. Um, what was frustrating for me at the time was when I was in hospital and they were you know, it was my first child. They were trying to get her to latch on and they were doing all of those things constantly to try and get her 
to breastfeed. Now, what that did for me is it added stress because she would then be screaming throughout the day and the night because she wasn't getting the, the feed that she needed. Um, and it also, it was stressful for me in terms of like, I was physically exhausted anyway. And just to have that additional stress of, I'm not producing, she's not getting fed. And it was odd because they, the, the midwives and the nurses, and there would have been a reason behind it, I'm sure. Um, but they kept on saying, you know, we're not going to give formula yet because as soon as she starts having formula out of a bottle, she'll, she won't latch onto a nipple just as well. So she, she'll be used to the bottle bed rather than the nipple bed. Yeah, nipple confusion, I think it's called. It, that's, yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a thing. And, you know, I, I, I understood that. However, my daughter wasn't getting fed and mm. she was screaming and I... It just added very unnecessary stress to me. And it was amazing because it's the day that I got out of the hospital, I was in the hospital for over a week. The day that I got out, we gave her formula, different baby. Oh. Relaxed, chill, fed. Mm. And, um, you know, my milk did come in for about about a month. It was it was a long, long time. Um, and, you know, I did I did start breastfeeding when, when it came in. Um, but I absolutely still also use the formula. And actually, it and I know it's different for everybody, but my daughter definitely didn't get confused with the nipple versus the bottle. She knew that as soon as she latched onto one of them, she was getting what she what she wanted. Um, and it really made me think, I think, um, at the end of that, that I just feel that there is so much pressure to breastfeed and to try and make the breastfeed when you're already in a really you're in a real volatile situation or you're in a real kind of like a situation where you just feel vulnerable and and you're stressed and you don't know what's just happened you've just been through this trauma Mm. and I just feel that you know there's definitely and it might not be the same over here I had my daughter in Scotland um there definitely was a disconnect between you know actually my daughter needs fed I don't care how she gets fed feed her uh, rather than going, oh, we're just going to keep trying with a nipple for three or four days before we actually uh, convert to, to formula. So, yeah, that was that was my personal experience anyway. That sounds uh, that sounds Traumatic. like so many other people's experiences, you know, because yeah. yep. I, I think that and I have no evidence to back this up, but this is just like my my thoughts are that most women have the intention to breastfeed. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, know? I would agree. But, yeah. but that, you know, and hey, there's definitely a group that has, you know, made an active decision to do otherwise, and that's fully within mm-hmm. their rights. But yeah. I, I would hazard a guess that, yeah, the majority of women go in thinking, yep, I'm going to breastfeed, but yeah. then stuff happens and not everything goes perfectly right away. And if it does, that's awesome. And congratulations. Mm-hmm. I have yet to meet one of those women. <laughs> <laughs> It's always something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But Carmel, what what was your experience? My experience was a bit of a baptism of fire, and I think you know you often hear that you know you breastfeed because breastfeeding is a natural. Mm. Bullshit! Mm. Producing milk is natural. Breastfeeding is a learned thing. Great point. It's. It is not easy. I'm sorry. It is not the most. And and you know what? Once again, it may just all fall into place for people straight away. But it's actually hard work, and it's something you've you've got to work at. Yeah. And my little dude was born um, early, and 
so basically they tried to turn, they turned me into a cow straight away, um, you know, filling me up, expressing me, pumping me, putting me on the machines to make sure that, you know, he had a, he had a nasal tube straight away, but they were doing both. So he was getting the nasal tube and they were putting him on me for every second feed and they were alternating. And he obviously was smaller and it was painful and it was hard work. And I reckon it took us a good couple of weeks to really gel and get the hang of what was going on. But I was lucky. I really, like I say that I was lucky. I was a cow. I went into super producing probably because they got on to me so early because he was so early. But, you know, like you were saying, I had, you know, um, I've had a girlfriend who tried for a day and went, she couldn't handle the fact that she didn't know how much her child was getting because that's one thing you can't do. Mm. You can't measure what your child is having. That's Um, true. And and it, it the, the pressure and the anxiety that that caused her, she felt better going straight onto the bottle after a couple of days because she knew what her child was having. I had another girlfriend who chose from the start not to do it because she sexualized her boobs. For okay. her, they were something that belonged to her husband. Okay. All right. And, not, and that was her brainwave of thinking about the way she processed processed it in her head. Okay, to each their own. To each their own. But from day one, I always said I will breastfeed if I can breastfeed. If I can't, then I won't. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's the healthy way to look at it too. Yeah. Because what a lot of people don't understand if they haven't actually experienced the breastfeeding process is the psychological toll that it takes on mums. Because, yeah, like it's it's not just – I, I I think it breastfeeding is promoted as this, you know, beautiful, wholesome bonding experience. And while it can be that, it absolutely can be that, it's not always that. No. And, you know, like there are points that a mom can get to where, you know, they can feel like this is actually um, causing harm to my mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that yeah. point, we need to examine what's more important, a baby getting breast milk versus formula or mum being in a healthy mental uh mentally healthy place to be mm-hmm. able to care for this child. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right. that's to me where the line is drawn. Yeah. Um, I myself, um, I've been lucky enough that I've been able to breastfeed both my kids, um, but, you know, not without problems and challenges. I, um, you know, there's obviously the whole, you know, learning to get them to latch and how to hold them and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, that's every mom goes through that. Um, I remember with my preschooler when he was first born, um, he was, well, actually, he was probably more like two months old at the time, and um, he was cluster feeding, which is, and I'm saying this with the utmost sarcasm, a joy. 
Um, yeah. So if if you're a if you're a, a a non breastfeeding mother who's listening to this, cluster feeding is when they go absolutely psycho for food. Um, they're just constantly suckling and gnawing on your breast, and um, you just feel like dehydrated. And you're, <laughs> pardon me if there's any men that listen to this, but your nipples are chapped and sometimes yeah. cracked and bleeding and sore and. Oh. You know, you get like 90 minutes of sleep before, you know, his highness or her highness is summoning you again. And just, yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. So I ended up, I remember I get to, I got to this point where I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm not producing enough milk. Like he's just getting angry because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not producing what I need. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Luke was super supportive and, you know, we were looking up like, um, uh, uh, what is it? Booby cookies, you know, to help yeah. increase your breast milk and all that stuff. And I had a tin of formula and in my head, when I bought that tin of formula, I was going, oh, if I need it, I'll use it. But then when it actually got to a point where I needed to, I needed to actually use it because I, I just, I wasn't producing and it was just stressing me out. I felt like such a failure and I did this. yep yeah and there's there was nothing wrong with that situation and you know yeah. after after the fact now I've been able to kind of come to terms with it and go it's okay my, yeah. Yeah. My, it didn't do anything negative to my child in fact it made him quite happy at the time <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah um, well, like I said last week, it was the difference between me getting a full night's sleep and not getting a full night's sleep. Yes. Right. And I think, it, unfortunately, that failure part that, you know, I and I felt it too, there was actually no failure in it. It was the pressure that had been drummed into us yes. over so yep. long of breast is best when, like we said earlier, no, fed is best. A happy mum is best. A happy child is best. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Normalized, right? Instead of it just being all about the boob, it's, it's, it needs to be normalized that, you know what, sometimes it's not going to work for you. And sometimes you're going to have to use formula or use something else or do a different thing. Um, and I don't think there's as much con- like conversation about what else you can do. So it's always about, breastfeeding 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 and don't get me wrong I completely understand how how it is beneficial and I, but I think that's where you know it's really hard especially when you're a first time mom when you haven't gone through that to to I guess you know figure out oh well there's not actually that much information on if you can't or if you don't want to because hmm. that's also okay if you don't want to do it yeah I I think the danger in the whole breast is best is the notion of you must persevere yeah. Yes. And you know yeah. what? There are obviously going to be hurdles when you when you breastfeed and it's you're you know, even if everything goes perfectly smoothly, it's still uncomfortable and you know, dehydrating and mastitis. Sore and oh yeah. yes, mastitis is the worst. Um and yeah, like that's a lot of that stuff is is largely unavoidable. Um, but when it is affecting the health of your baby and the mental health or even physical health of mom, um, the notion of persevere is dangerous. Now, we haven't really talked about um, the, the positives of bottle feeding. 
Uh, because we talk a lot about, you know, what's what's so great about breastfeeding and the 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 bonding and nutrients and blah blah blah. Um, but there's actually a lot of of um, positives when it comes to bottle feeding. Um, to me, one of the one of the big things with with bottle feeding is I'm no longer held hostage by my baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, because, you know, when you exclusively breastfeed and, and like, I'm not even talking like expressing and then feeding in a bottle, I'm talking about exclusively breastfeeding, you cannot go anywhere. Like there's, there's short windows of time, you know, (laughs) that you can escape the house during naps. It's not quality time though. No, no, it's not quality time in the slightest. Nope. No. But um, yeah, because um, baby Jay at the moment is exclusively breastfed. He oh. does not take a bottle. And don't get me wrong, I have attempted. Okay, I'm not stupid. He, just won't take it. <laughs> he will not take it. He's like <laughs> bull. I know that there's something else, and I'm happier with that. Um, so yeah, he has never taken a bottle, and he's in a couple months. He's gonna be starting daycare. So I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah. Stop him. He'll figure it out. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm still going to send him with a bottle every single day um, yep. that he that he goes. And, you know. Talk to him then. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Okay, this is super weird because he's like seven and a half months at this point. Um, he can drink from one of those sippy cups. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, look, it's messy. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's, there's dribble down his chin and all that. But, yeah, so I've, you know, I've been supplementing a little bit with cow's milk. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want formula and he only takes the boob. So, yeah, (laughs) have some calcium. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. Balls in your cup, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Like, what else do you do? You know, you can't force feed them. It's true. Oh, feeding kids is hard. In any capacity. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I hear it gets easier um, when they move out because it's not your damn problem anymore. <laughs> How long do I have to wait exactly for that? Oh, man, I don't know. Your kid's 12, right? 11. 11? Yeah. Your kid's 11? Oh, man, you've got at least seven years, I'm guessing. So good Hi, luck with I'm that. five and a push. Five and a yeah, I have that feeling of I've got this kid for at least the next, next 10 to 15 years, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? On the bright side, he's he's not breastfeeding. <laughs> and thankful for that. Because, I mean, we're not going to go into it today, but there is a point. Yeah. I Actually, believe- you know what? I'm I'm just curious. What do you guys think is is the appropriate? Obviously, it's going to differ for everybody. Oh. But when do you think is the appropriate time to start clamping down? When they are old enough to lift your shirt and demand it. <laughs> now, do do they have to verbally demand it or is it just like lifting your shirt and just poking at the boob? Look, if they're illiterate, you can't you can't put a time on it. I I, I just if they can yes, I know, if they can ask with their words, especially in a public place, they're too oh. old. Look, mm. I had always said 12, 18 months max. Okay. He yeah. went himself, so, and earlier than I was prepared for. Uh-huh. But He's self-selected. That's, 
That's actually not yeah. too bad. He did the same thing with everything. You know that I never wanted to give him a dummy. Um, I caved and gave him one, but he about six months. He was like, "Yeah, I'm done with that. I don't need that anymore." Excellent. And then he was about um, ten months when he had his last his last breastfeed, and it was. Really? And it was a night at that point. It was like a nighttime thing only. He'd have a little bit before he went to bed, and if he woke up during the night, just to resettle. But okay. yeah, he completely just went. No, nah, I'm done now. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, right. Super independent then. Nice. I could do with some of that now. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair, Barbara. How about you? When was when did uh, when did Miss C pop <laughs> off the boob? It was just before she was a year old, and, and like Carmel, she kind of did it herself as well, which was which is great. Um, it was more kind of it started to kind of become more of a comfort rather than a, a uh, feed. That yeah. Makes sense. So I kind of thought that that was a good time to stop. But honestly, the, the moment she got teeth, that was me. I was like, right, we need to start on some kind of way off of this because you know, a couple of bites. Nobody tells you about those yes. bites. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They are the oh, holy moly. They are not the biggest of your day. Um, but yes, I I wish they had warned me that that I didn't really think you're breastfeeding. It's the way you learn. They've got their first tooth, right? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like oh, it's the, out that breakthrough. Or it's the way you wake up the whole house when at three a.m. You know, you get bitten, and you know, there's yeah. there's. Startling, man! Like I, I don't know about you guys. I full on screamed when it happened because that's that's not it's not a nice feeling. <laughs> I I was lucky in the fact that he actually got his first tooth and weaned himself at the same time. He oh. was really late with his teeth. He was huh. he was over ten months when he got his first tooth. So oh, wow! It was actually it was, it's funny because it all fell on this one holiday. We we're in Darwin, um, and. The last breastfeed happened there. The first tooth happened there. Uh, taking more than a couple of steps happened there. Like it was, it, it all happened. It all wow. happened in Darwin. There you go. Thanks, Darwin. Not something in the atmosphere. <laughs> so if you, if, you, if you want things to chill out, maybe take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we also need to identify um, a few other challenges that come with bottle slash formula feeding um, because, you know, it's expensive. Oh, hey, hey, back up, back up, back up. Oh, oh. When do you think it's too long? Right oh, on. sorry. Yeah, I totally, yeah, I, I, I kind of almost jumped out of that. Um, <laughs> well, with my first, I think he probably took his last feed around 15 months. Um, but it was around the, the one year that it just started to taper off because I went back to work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he was drinking from a cup and the bottle wasn't as enticing and yeah. Yeah. Very much like, um, like what, um, what you guys were saying is that I think I did a a night feed for a couple well, yeah, just like just before bed, you know, Mm -hmm. have a little cuddle, Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, um, about, about 15 months. With baby Jay, I'm still currently breastfeeding because he's he's only seven months old. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's probably going to be about the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm just not too stressed about it. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, I've, I've had mastitis three times already with, oh. with baby Jay. Yeah. 
So I feel like I'm a pro at taking care of it from home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do not miss that. Yeah. I really don't. So if, if you're not familiar with a mastitis, um, it is a clogged milk duct. And um, it can uh, produce things like um, extreme pain. Like, did either of you guys mm-hmm. have mastitis at, at any point? Twice. No. Oh, twice. twice to the point of antibiotics. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, it, it causes extreme pain. Um, like, you know, your breast can be like sore to the touch. Mm-hmm. Um, it it burns. burns. It's really painful to breastfeed. It can cause fevers. You can actually be hospitalized if yep. mastitis gets that bad. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, and you know what's super frustrating? Oh, this annoyed the hell out of me. Um, so the very first time I got mastitis, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to deal with this. Go to the doctor. Give me, he gives, uh, she gives me antibiotics. Fine. Take the antibiotics. The, uh, oh, Carmel knows exactly what's I know about exactly to happen. what this is. Yeah. Uh, so mastitis starts to clear up, but then I notice my kid has, has thrush on his tongue. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's what was. But also, did you notice it was like nappies from hell because the way that yes. the antibiotics as well went through him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Super frustrating. So, in addition to taking these stupid mm. antibiotics, because I didn't know how else to deal with it, um, I then had yeah. to use this cream on his yes. tongue and you know how super easy it is to get babies to take any sort of yeah so, easy. so yeah. I end up lathering it on my boob so that he oh. gets it when he breastfeeds smart move <laughs> gosh yeah so it's like drunk Wait, hang on. so people advocate for this yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> Oh. But it's beautiful. It's it so beautiful. <laughs> Such a bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, oh. You, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something else that happened while breastfeeding is. Um, I noticed that my back was was really starting to hurt my back and my neck. So, um, I I made an appointment with a, this awesome physiotherapist, and um, you know, he's he's talking to me about you know, oh, tell me, are you breastfeeding? Blah blah blah. And in my head, I'm going, oh God, is he going to give me like a lecture about breastfeeding versus bottle feeding? Um, you know, and like my spine and all that. And I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm breastfeeding at the moment. He goes, oh, okay. Um, how are you, how are you holding baby? So I, I mimic how I'm holding baby and I'm looking down. And as soon as I look down, um, I get this shocking pain from my neck all the way down. And he's like, I know this is going to be tough, but you shouldn't be looking at your baby long-term when you're breastfeeding because it's actually wrecking your back. So that's why you're spending your time on your phone. Yeah. To entertain yeah. yourself. He, up goes, high. he goes, this is going to sound weird, but watch TV, have your head up and yeah. looking forward, you know, like, you know, don't ignore him, like look down and, and, you know, you can look down, but acknowledge the yeah, child. Yeah. <laughs> but like I was, I was full on just like holding holding baby while feeding and just staring at his cute little face yeah. and that was yeah that was I had to get readjusted <laughs> oh because I loved my baby too much <laughs> how unacceptable I know right <laughs> like you said people advocate for this yeah. um but um you know something that um we also don't talk about is when it comes to formula feeding not all babies take just normal off the shelf formula, you know, sometimes it takes, 
you know, mm. three or Lactose four tins. free, yes. three goats. Gluten. Type. Is there gluten well, in milk? I don't know. I don't even know. But, yeah, no, uh, my, my nephew, it was a matter of finding the right formula. Yeah. Because they've got sensitive guts. Yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, just yeah. you, grabbing yeah. any old formula off of the shelf doesn't necessarily cut it. It sometimes will, you know. It's not cheap. Oh, it's not cheap, no, right? It's not. It's, yeah, you definitely save money by not buying formula. Oh, for sure. But even if you have to go through to find the right one that's right for your baby, right, you can spend 80 or $90 just trying to get to the right one. And that's yeah. only like three tins. 90 bucks, yeah. that's three tins. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, yeah. the that's the regular grocery store brands, you know. If you're having to go to mm-hmm. like the the pharmacies and getting the tins yeah. that they keep in the back because they're so super special, like, yeah. yeah. And then you've got all these unused tins. Then it's not like you can give away opened <laughs> tins of formula. No, no, but and yeah. I, I don't condone this at all. But um, a lot of people, a lot of friends of ours that were smokers, actually wanted to use them as ashtrays. So like, they recycled. Like use the tins as ashtrays? How yeah. much were they smoking that they needed a giant? <gasps> for ages, like forever. And then you could put the lid on at the end. So then, you know, if it was windy outside, they. <laughs> oh, like, there you go, folks. Life hack. Yeah, we were just giving them away to some of our friends at Disco. And it was, yeah, it worked for them. I used empty tins as drums. Not for me. It's a much more baby friendly. (laughs) Just give them a spoon and let them go to town. (laughs) I I don't remember what I did with them. It was too long ago. (laughs) You know, on all of this, um, nobody has touched on the fact that one of the benefits and a huge benefit of formula fed is the fact that I, as the mum, can then eat and drink whatever I want. (gasps) Yes. Benefit. You know, you have to be so careful with what you eat and drink when you're breastfeeding. Like, you can't really, obviously, the alcohol, etc. But, yeah. I can eat chocolate. Yeah. Really? What right. happened when yeah. you ate chocolate? I can eat white chocolate because it doesn't have the cocoa in it or whatever. Mm. Um, which is fine. I found plenty of substitutes. Let me tell you. I <laughs> like, white chocolate Kit Kat, hello. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I couldn't eat chocolate. Wow. That gave him, gave him wind in a major painful way for him. Mm. Um Mm. Yeah, I couldn't. That one. I couldn't eat um, butter chicken, and I lo- you oh, know how oh, much I love butter love chicken. Your butter chicken. Yeah, butter I chicken. I had it once, and then the contents of his nappy, uh, oh. two feeds afterwards, were what? so bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so bad. I, I couldn't even put it in the nappy receptacle. I had to take it outside. It was the horrendous. Kid. That probably burnt. That yeah, probably yeah. He out. was unhappy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I had to air out the room. It was terrible. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very good point. You know, you don't have to be afraid to have like that, you know, glass of wine at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eat spicy foods. You can, yeah, you can just be a lot more flexible yeah. with with your own lifestyle. You can have coffee, caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Time. Well, I I think this is about the time that uh, we can we can wrap this up. But 
I think we've raised some pretty interesting points and, and told some fun stories. Um, I, I feel like we should change the motto though, uh, because, you know, breast is best or fed is best. You know, they don't, they don't, you know, truly encapsulate everybody's experience. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest a change. Uh, and I'm gonna suggest that we go breast is great, but not the end of the world. Wow. Oh, I love that. Nice. That's yeah. Special. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it really is. If, whether you choose to breastfeed, whether you choose to pump and bottle feed, whether you choose to formula feed, as long as you are happy and your baby is full, you are doing a damn good job as a parent. So good for you. And, and yeah. one more thing on that note. Yeah. If you choose to feed your baby in the parent's room, good on you. If you choose to sit mm. in the food court to feed your child, good on you. Feeding your child when your child is hungry is a good parental thing to do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's other people's problems if they Correct. sexualize yeah. your breasts. Yeah. yeah. And you know what else I noticed? Um, it's <laughs> the people that have a problem with it and like breastfeeding in public places are the people that for some reason don't have the ability to just look in another place. <laughs> you know, there's that you, you have the ability to look 360 degrees. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I only yeah. take up a small amount of space. <laughs> Just yeah. look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Dude, if it's okay for you to sit next to me and eat your sandwich in public, so can my kid deal with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually you know what? used those lines once, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, you know what? I've, I've seen people eat in public and, you know, there are have pretty. been... There are there have been a hundred percent times where I'm like my kid is tidier than what you've just done. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yep. listen, um, that's it for this week's pod. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, don't forget to check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, comment with your experiences on breastfeeding versus bottle feeding, um, as well as subscribing to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. We'll see everyone next week. Bye. 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 Bye.